What's up? It's Sierra. Hey, it's Ebony. And And welcome welcome to the the Real Play Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Real Play Podcast. It's Ebony. And this is your girl, Sierra. And today we're doing a crossover episode with the City of Savages. So we hope you enjoy this, um, all these uh, conversations we're about to have today. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Guys, uh, this is Cam. It's your boy, Greg, man. You already know what it is. And we are the City of Savages podcast. Super excited to be on with you guys today. This should be fun. We're excited to have you. But before we get started, I need to know this, okay? Yeah. All right. Team Android or Team iPhone? Oh, Team iPhone. Is that a question? (laughs) I need to get up off of here. I ain't got no allies. Okay, I just wanted to know. I just want to know. It's Team oh, Android. It's three on one already. Oh, it no, is. Man. But you know what? I can hold it down by myself. Word. All right. I like that. <laughs> word, word. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. I was just curious. Well, I just know that if we were recording from our phones, it would have to be one of us three because that Android joint. <laughs> That's fire. Hey, when, oh. when you send, let me ask you a question. When you send videos, does it still send the grainy joint to the iPhones? First of all, hold up. <laughs> I send them on WhatsApp so it looks good. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. See, you see, don't, well, I don't, I don't use the app. With the droid, you got to be like a hacker. You got to like figure out how to get around stuff with the droid. That's what I don't like about it. iPhone simple. Just do simple stuff. Right. So it's like, oh, send me this video. Send me a picture on WhatsApp. I'm like, yeah, send it on. That's the only reason why I even have the app is because it's here. You can send it. You can send it on um, WhatsApp or Instagram, and it'll be fine. Mm. Okay. Or or um, Facebook. Gotcha. Anything else outside of regular text message? Um, I'm actually with my Android. I use a text message app called message plus and that could be part of it it's not re- the regular text message um okay. but anyways you're pleading our case just FYI. Yeah. that's why y'all sure. screens yeah, break all the time i was gonna i was <laughs> gonna try <laughs> to jump in and help you out see oh, what? um yeah it's greg yeah. didn't we haven't no. we bonded over these past couple weeks no help. i mean we we've been there that's why i was like i was trying to have your back a little bit but yeah it's number just, okay it's team apple over here for real you know i saying? am on a, i'm on a mac right now though I say that. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a, well, that's hey, a start. I'll give you, I'll give you point. Hey, two points, two points for the MacBook. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Word. So, so where y'all want to start at? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's get right into it, man. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. So I, I mean, did ask this question. I want to ask you and you probably don't remember. I asked Greg this random question before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you remember me from your anatomy class? You asking me? Do I remember you from my anatomy class? Oh. No. No. <laughs> I was about to say I want some juicy like details of what Ebony used to be like. And you don't, I, you don't I'm gonna be real. Like I'm gonna be real with you. I don't remember. There's only one person that I remember from anatomy, and that's because I used to sit next to her. And I don't remember nobody else that was in my anatomy class because I used to miss lab all the time. And it like, was hard. What was it, your it was, professor's name? Uh, I don't even remember to be honest with you. I have no idea. I, I must have been a nerd my freshman year because he was Dr. Peters, and I remember because he was a heart surgeon, and I was like, crap, mm. to take a, a anatomy class with a heart surgeon, it was hard. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, that's how I remember. But I knew oh, you guys, yeah. I didn't know you guys then anyway, so yeah. But, yeah, anatomy was a blur for me because I was just like, I'll be so overwhelmed every day with like all the information, like what like right. we have 200 300 question tests it's yes. crazy people don't believe yeah. me when i tell them like you know csu was expensive but it gave me a quality education because i had to work for my degree yeah for sure for sure so all of you guys the reason why we're collabing our podcast right now is because the three of you knew each other or known of each other and went to the same school and yep. you guys kind of are starting off with the podcast. We're almost one year in, in March. That's so awesome. we're still Yo, starting congrats. off. Thank congrats. you. Yeah. But we're collaborating because of the, the bond that you guys already. For sure. You guys already have. So that's cool. It's uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we, we are, we're mutual friends, so to speak. So um, I got introduced to Ebony through one of our frat brothers, Pat. 
Um, so, you know, Ebony's always been kind of, you know, cool since then. And so, I mean, we've known each other now. It's, it, I mean, well, we finished school. Well, I finished school 2009. So it's been at least, oh, what, 11, 12 years since I've known you. Yeah. Mutual friends. We hung out, same people, yeah. same areas, same exactly, parties. Exactly. Used to get in all the parties. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool how everything right. comes back together and we're all doing the same thing trying to mm-hmm. get out there get our podcasts rolling get our our thoughts out there in the world the voices clearing all the what was it ebony yeah. oh my clearing god all, clear, clearing all the noise mm-hmm. that's out there so we've got positive podcasts so yeah for sure absolutely so, so you know i'll oh, oh, go ahead no fine all right, so you know, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so my, you know, my whole my whole thought about this is with this crossover episode. You know, you got two you got two guys over here. You know, city savage, city of savages, and then the real play. We got two two women, right? So mm-hmm. I think that this is there. There's some great conversations to be had. So I know there's some things on y'all's mind that you want to have some good conversations you know, with a couple of men with, and uh, you know, we got a couple of things in our mind that we want to have a good conversation with as well. So, you know, that's kind of what my, my thought is uh, of how this is going to go. And uh, I'm just excited for, you know, I'm excited to talk to you all. And, I'm, and I hope the uh, the audience is, I'm excited to, for them to hear what we're going to talk about in some of these, these conversations. Right. So, I, I echo that, Cameron. I echo that. That's all <laughs> Ditto. Pretty, much covered, or, pretty much covered it for me. Um, that's literally... Uh, how I was looking at it as well and so you know just like I said I'm excited man this is this is dope I'm happy that we have the opportunity to do this um just to your point Sierra everything comes full circle you know um you know sometimes you don't expect it to but it does so um it's it's just it's dope man so just like uh Cam said man we hope you guys enjoy it because we uh we're happy to bring it to you so one of the first topics that I want to talk about and it's not necessarily um men versus women or that kind of topic, but since we've known each other um, for a long time, I want to talk about like editing your life. Like if you could go back and say, man, like, you know, take yourself who you were in college and then who you are now. Like, did you expect to be this person or how did you envision your life? Cause I think actually to, I said, this won't be men versus women, but I think men view their life a certain way and mm-hmm. women view their life a different way. So what did you expect your life to look like at this point? Oh man, I'll start with that. So, you know, my life is nothing the way that I envisioned it to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think most people probably feel that way. So I'll be like candid when I was in college, you know, you had this this perfect picture of what life is going to be like, right? So first of all, you thinking that because, you know, I, I don't know um, y'all's experience or y'all's background, but you know, for us, we didn't, our, we're not we're not coming from like a lineage of people who went to college and have been su- super successful, right? So it's like, we're thinking that, you know, I just need to get, if I get this degree, you know, and I do the right things, I'm going to get a job out of college, I'm gonna move up in the ranks in the corporate world, you know, we're going to be successful, it's going to be the American dream, and things don't necessarily work out that way, especially when you graduate school in 2009, when like, it's a major recession going on, right? Um, (laughs) Exactly, super (laughs) live. But you know, I mean, I always had this vision, I mean, I'm in college, you know, you know, we dating and stuff. So you think that, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be married while I'm 25 years old, I'm gonna have, we're gonna start having kids, I'm gonna have this great life, we're gonna have houses and nice cars and all of this stuff, right? So, um, no, I mean, I don't, my life is nothing like I thought it would be. I thought I would be working in corporate world and I'm not, I'm working primarily in the military. Um, like I said, I thought I would be married. I'm not. So, I mean, things is, are a lot different than how I initially envisioned it when I went to college, you know? So how y'all feel about that? Which y'all, where y'all at with it? I mean, I, I'll, I'll say for me, my life is, first of all, the thoughts that I had that my life would be, I thought I was going to be married before after 21, before 25, for some odd reason, I thought that, um, to your point, first generation going to college, I thought I got my degree, my life just changed, I make all of this money, I have this uh, office in a, like, 
20 story building, right? Right, team of people <laughs> and directing people and telling them to go get my coffee. And yeah. my life is not anywhere how I dreamed it to be. Um, but I think that life takes twists and turns for a reason. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not uh unhappy at this point. I feel like you know, had I got all the things that I thought I wanted at that point, I wouldn't really have anything to work towards. So mm-hmm. kind of happy. I mean, I work in IT. Um, I'm learning a lot of stuff about that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I know some things I would change, but it's, it's, it's a good life. I guess we do, um, that's dope, but I guess we do men, um, <laughs> men and women. Um, so man, I don't know. I don't even know where to start y'all. Cause, um, me and Cam, like we, we, we like, we close, but at the same time, like we live two different lives. Cause I am married and I was married at 25. Um, uh, and uh, I didn't expect it. Um, and I think a lot, first of all, let me put it out there too. Cause a lot of people ask me like, man, you, you were married at 25. And it's like, was you ready? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But it's like, I don't think you're ready for what life throws at you after marriage and d- trying to just, you know, um, build up in the corporate world because I've been in corporate America for probably about, you know, 12 years now. And you just don't expect certain things to happen. I mean, I have, you know, a beautiful family, beautiful wife, two kids. And, you know, uh, it's it's amazing. But Ebony, to your point, men do think about status. And when it comes to like what, what your status is, what your title is, and different things of that sort. So um, thinking about, you know, my life and where it is now, it is nothing compared to like what I was thinking like in college and, you know, before college and afterwards. Um, I just, you know, it's like life can take you through so many different twists and turns uh, yeah. that you that you don't expect. Um, and so, you know, um, we can get into a little bit, but that's it's it's not what I expected. But I do live, you know, I've, I, I have a lot of blessings that I'm thankful for a beautiful family. But it it does have its, you know, um, you know, bumps and bruises and different trials that you kind of go through. So. Yeah. Well, what's interesting to me is you said you were ready at 25. Like, <clears throat> I feel like I said I wanted to be married between 21 and 25. Now, would I have been ready? I probably would have been in shock had I got married at 25. I don't think, yeah. Same. <laughs> so, so to that, to that point, um, when I was, when I was growing up, man, I was thankful enough to have, you know, great parents. And um, my pops always told me, he was like, yo, make sure you, make sure you find out financially stable, you know, before you, before you get married or before you decide that, you know, you're going to marry a woman and start a family and have kids and all this other stuff. Like just make sure you're financially stable. You got your ducks in a row and all of that. And, um, when I, uh, proposed, I did not feel like I was financially stable, but, um, you know, me and my then girlfriend, um, before I proposed, you know, I just knew that, you know, I, I prayed about it and I was like, yo, can you really like see yourself like living without her and so once I and once the answer to that was no then I was like okay I'm good because I really feel like it was uh for me um it was hard to try to you know say like I'm financially stable because I really didn't feel like it you know we like we what um for you know I mean like like fresh out of college basically I mean we're in a mid you know mid-20s and we're having fun we're still experiencing certain things we're still finding finding out about self like, you know, um, 33 years old now, and I'm still finding out, you know, self, you know, still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like you're discovering something new about yourself every day. Anyway, long story short, um, it's, it's about the person, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's no perfect time for anything, you know, like there, everyone can say like, it's a perfect time to have kids and it's a perfect time to do this and do that. But really what it can't, what it boiled down to is like, can you see yourself live without this person? I asked myself that at the time, definitely, you know what I'm saying? The answer was, you know, no, like you, I can't see myself live without her. And so that was, that was it for me. Like, you're going to make it happen. You're going to make it work regardless of the situation. Like, don't make excuses like, oh, you don't have enough money set aside or you don't have, you know, $20,000 set in your savings account. You know what I'm saying? To save up for a house. You know what I mean? If, if you have communicate with her and you tell her and you honest with her about where you at in life and she good with you and, you know, you good with her. And both of y'all, it's the communication piece, right? But mm-hmm. literally it's about the person. So I give credit to her um, and, and to God. Like that was the decision for me. Like I talked to God first and then I talked to her 
And I was like, okay, as long as we good, I'm good. Um, I know everyone doesn't have that, but when I say I'm ready, like it was, it was based on her because if it was anybody else, I can't say the same thing. I can't say that I'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 You said a bar. I'm about to say, I feel like (laughs) you really (laughs) dropped some gems there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. One of the things that you said that I feel like a lot of guys now struggle with is they want to be not even just financially stable. Like they want to make sure their life is perfect before they get married or before they propose. And little do they know, like, we don't really need you to have it. We don't even expect you to have everything together, like Mm. completely together. We're willing to accept you as you are and we can continue to live this life and grow and learn together. So the fact that you knew enough to like, hey, I don't want to be without her. I'm getting myself together. I'm going to communicate with her where I'm at. If she's good, I'm good. Like that's, fellas, if you're listening, (laughs) refine what he just said and listen to it again. You don't have to have it all together. Hey, but you know what? And and, and that's true. Hold up, hold up. You do have have some, but you don't, like guys feel, a lot of them say, well, I want to have, I want to make this amount of money. I want to have this house. I want to have that. They want to have it all like they want their life to be mm-hmm. perfect and then they propose. And right. I think there's a difference between having it perfect and proposing and then and being on your way to it and really going in that direction. Yeah. You don't have to have it all the way set. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just I just want to touch on that. Like to Ebony's point, you do have to have it some, you know, somewhat together. Like, you know, I do, you know, I, I don't want to make this like, you know, or I I I believe I'm a modest person, so I don't want it to sound any kind of way, but um, I do pride myself on being ambitious and, you know, just continue to be driven. Like, I feel like my, you know, wife didn't see, you know, ambition in me or drive into wanting to be better, then she might not say, you know, yes or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? As far as me asking her to marry me, she like, you know what? Nah, like, you know, I see, you know, certain potential in you, but if you're not continuing to build toward that, then not nah, like this, this can't go anywhere and stuff. And I don't want to paint a picture for people out there listening that, you know, um, you know, I, I stand by what I said that there isn't a perfect time, but at the same time, we worked really hard to get to where we are now. Like um, within the past, you know, we're going on eight years of marriage this year, guys. And um, it's it's been a lot. We've dealt with a lot. We were both in school while still raising two infants, which I don't suggest to anyone. Like, I, I, don't, I don't recommend anyone do that, not even my worst enemy, because, you know, you just go through certain, so many different things. And we can, you know, we can definitely talk about that later. But basically what I'm saying is um, it, it's hard work uh, if you do take that route. And, you know, if, like I said, as long as you communicate with the person, you guys are on the same page. I think that's the biggest, you know, biggest key to just being on the same page with who, you know, whoever it is, um, whoever your your life partner is, just being on that same page with them and communicating. That's the biggest key. But let me just tell you, it's hard freaking work, like for real. So, um, but, you know, like there's, it's different strokes for different folks. So everything isn't for everybody. So. Yeah. So, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to go back to the original question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was the last person to answer it. And mine's really going to be a real quick answer. So I really didn't have this full vision of what my life was going to look like. Um, I did want to have a good job. Kind of wanted to, I wanted to work for the NBA, um, the National Basketball Association, just to clear that up. I wanted to work for them. <laughs> huh? So you didn't have to clear it up. It made sense. <laughs> or in, yeah, in, we, we in, in, you know my my enunciation may have been off you know saying so I wanted to work for the NBA cares program um mm-hmm. I wanted to go to college I did I went to the same college as my dad um but as far as like this life of when I'm gonna get married when I'm gonna have kids when I'm gonna do that definitely thought it would be before 35 but I didn't really have any idea of when it would happen 35 mm-hmm. now meh I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and we'll just see where life takes me. But I didn't really, I never really sat down and completely thought about it, which is probably bad, but I never really did. Cause I just knew like whatever direction I was going to go, like it was going to be 
in the right direction. And I was just going to kind of let myself go that way. I knew I had to go to school. That's one thing, like my parents weren't playing. So I knew I had to go to school, but other than that, I didn't really have much. And I'm working for the government and everyone's like, oh, oh, you got a good job. Yeah, but it's boring. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like, I'm living their dream, but I'm like, "Mm, what's next? I mean, it's important to have a plan, but I also think it's important not to rest on it. I mean, three out of the four of us said, you know, we had a plan, a goal, a dream, and none of it happened, right? Or maybe some mm-hmm. of it happened, but um, it wasn't what we initially thought. So right. I think it's always important to kind of assess where you are. I feel like I assess myself at least when my birthday hit for the year. I go and I'm like, oh, uh, did I like this? Or I mean, did I like my attitude this year? Did I like the people mm-hmm. around me? Um, what do I want to change? How do I want to be better? Things like that. So, okay, that's a good thing to do. I like that, Evan. Yeah, very. I like that. I don't do that, but yeah. I might have to implement that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. So, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I think that, it, like you said, Evan, it's great to have a plan. But what I've kind of learned over the years is that. Um, you know, these things happen uh, that are, that seem coincidental, but I think that it, it's meant to happen that way, you know? Right. So even though things don't always happen the way that we want them to, sometimes better things happen than what we initially planned. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't get too caught up in, you know, that's not the plan, that's not the plan, uh, because you just got to be able to pivot and learn as you go, and then you kind of figure out your way. I agree. And sometimes our... Yeah dreams are just like mine exactly. are very yeah. small we right. can't yeah so yeah yeah that's facts that's definitely facts so i you know i'm thinking about the topic that we just, we just discussing coming you know we, we all talking about marriage and things like that and you know one thing i was thinking about is from y'all's perspective talking to the women now how how do you feel about uh a super ambitious man. Like I want to know, does a does a woman really want a man who is super ambitious? And when I say that I'm talking about somebody who's, you know, doing three, four, five, ten things, you know, and really hustling and, and they're working, they might go leave out in the morning, you know, five, six a.m. and you don't see them again until, you know, eight, nine, ten at night because they just putting in work daily, daily, daily. Is that something that how do y'all feel about that as, as women? You want me to answer first? Go ahead. <laughs> I personally want an ambitious man because I feel like I'm ambitious and um, guys that I've tried to talk to that I feel like lack ambition, it's just like, you just ruin it for me. Like I can't, once I find that out, communication just ceased, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, I feel like there's a time and a place. So we can run yeah. together, we can be ambitious together, but you know, three, five years, 10 years of that, at a certain point, we, we have to cut it off because we can't sustain. We both can't be, you know, running at the same time. We I might have to mm. run a little bit, hand you the baton, and then you you run. It's, it's, I feel like a relationship works well when you're younger and you can do that. But once you get older and you start to have kids, it, it probably mm. will be a wear and tear on your relationship. I think I was in a clubhouse um, room where they were talking about something that I didn't realize. I say, I want a super ambitious man, but you also don't know what will come along with that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to mm-hmm. Kim's point, he probably won't be home. He probably will miss um, birthdays and uh, anniversaries and all these things because, you know, money comes first, right? And so it's a give and a take. I don't know. I say yes, then I say no. So that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like it because, you know, it's it's honest. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And to your point, it's like give and take. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say being ambitious is definitely sexy. We do want that. We want to see that drive. But I don't want anything, anybody super anything. Mm. Super ambitious, super romantic, super caring. The super word, I don't want that. I don't want that extra level where it almost seems as though it becomes like their life. Mm. And so I want you to be ambitious. I want you to, to, to drive our family and that will help push me and drive and we'll push each other. But Mm -hmm. I don't really want someone who's going to be out 
away from the house 15 hours a day, coming in exhausted, because then when are we going to have time for us? So hopefully right. we can build early on in the relationship and do stuff together to later on, you can bring back some of that ambition and that money can be coming in while we're sleeping and you don't feel like you have to hustle as hard. So anything with super is not going to work for me, but be mm. ambitious like that, <laughs> that right there, yeah. that's the secret sauce. Mm. One okay. of the, one of the secret sauces, there's multiples, but you know, yeah, that's yeah. that max sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though, because I don't, I don't think I've ever really heard that what you, you know, to um, what stood out to me that you said, as far as like, not that super word, because um, what that illustrates to me is just like, just being balanced, you know what I'm saying? Not being like, just tipping the scale too much as far as like being, you know, too romantic or too ambitious or something like that. Just really have some balance about yourself and being able to just, you know, try to figure out how to, you know, balance everything and not lean you know, or tip the scale too far, right? Um, yeah. you know, in, in a different direction. So that's a good. See, yeah, yeah. you know, being it, you can still be super, but just ambitious, right? I mean, because I'm ambitious, but sometimes I even have to talk to myself, like, I don't know how to cut it off. Like, go to work all day, maybe do something for the podcast, do something else. Even sometimes um, when I, I watch movies, it's a documentary, something educational, and I have to be like, all right, dial it back. You can, mm. you can relax now, right? So yeah. um, I don't know. I guess it depends on the person. Yeah, it's, it's definitely sorry, the person. I think for me, I just, I attach a negative connotation to super in that way. I mm. just think of it as a negative thing. Like you're doing too much obsessive. Yeah. That's why mm. I don't like it in my head. But if it's like a super like, yeah, I'm really good at what I'm doing and I'm going to do it a lot because I like it super, then that makes sense if it's building you up. But I just don't like that. Yeah. 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 You said a word that I was thinking about um, what you meant by that obsessive, you know, being obsessive, that could be that could bring something over the top. So no matter what, no matter what mm -hmm. it is. Right. So yeah, I think that's the that's the key. So don't want to be obsessive. You want to have that balance like Greg was saying. Right. Word, um, word. Do men like super ambitious women though? Hmm. Can we go take this one first? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And just flat out. I want to say so. <laughs> and, and, that, and not to say not to say that men. And I guess I can't really speak for all men, but I would say probably most men think the same way I do. Um, not super ambitious, but definitely ambitious. So uh, we don't want somebody that's sitting around a house and they're not doing anything with their life. They're just sitting around watching Netflix all day. Nobody, nobody wants that. Now you want somebody that's, uh, that's, you know, kind of on their shit. They on their grind, excuse me for the language, but they on their stuff, they on their grind and, you know, they have goals and dreams. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I, me personally, I want somebody to that that can again we we have a relationship and we're able to do things together right so you know like you're saying Sarah you don't you don't want somebody that's out of house 15 hours a day right so when when are we going to have that time together so you want you want the ambition like all right what are you doing are you going to do something in your career you know uh what are you doing to better your life and better our life together right but you don't want somebody that's over the top with it or obsessive on that end so that's where i'm at with it um yeah i agree i want to <laughs> echo that again Ditto. Uh, yeah uh not nah, um at first cam honestly i was about to disagree with you but after you broke it down i um um i can't speak for all men either um but i can speak for me and um i agree with cam we want you ambitious but not super ambitious and over the top i just feel like anyone whether male or female can just you know we can get to a point where we can get too busy and we need to dial it back some mm -hmm. um but for I, I just feel like from you know as far as men and what men want we do we don't want some we just don't want anyone lazy but at the same time we don't want you like gone you know all the time or if you like super busy so busy where you don't have time for family like no that's not that's not attractive like you know you need yeah. to have time for not only family, but have time for yourself. 
you know, you can get so busy or get so worked up where you don't mm -hmm. have time to be self first. Like, yeah. you know, um, being ambitious is one thing, but especially as a woman, like you have to, sometimes you have, I have to remind my wife, like, Hey, before you're a wife, before you're a mom, before you're a nurse, you're a woman first. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember, mm -hmm. like you're a woman. And then like, I think that brings it back. So, you know, not being, not being lazy, but at the same time, not, not being over the top with it. So I think that most men can agree to that or attest to that. Yeah, for sure. Balance. Balance is hard. Mm -hmm. Balance is not always 50, 50. Yeah. Like 80, 20. Yeah, that's true. Very true. That's a good point too. <laughs> yeah, no, really. So Speaking of balance, I have a uh, real quick question. It kind of, kind of the same. So like if she's ambitious, she's out there, she's working, you at home, I mean, you come home, you want to come home to a, <laughs> a meal, right? True. Y'all want to mm. eat at night. So yeah, yeah. my question goes into, okay, so she's working. How, is it a fake me out if <laughs> not her, her whole meal is not completely home cooked? Like say she just decides she wants to go somewhere, pick up a few things pre-made, maybe put the lasagna in her own from the freezer into her own little thing and make it look like she did it. Mm. Like, is that a bad thing? If we take, if the woman takes the shortcuts, do y'all look at her mm. like, yo, sis, you ain't really in the kitchen cooking? Nah, nah man. Let me, let me take yeah, this one first. Okay. Let me, let me, have, <laughs> let me have it. Let me have this. Go ahead. Um, no, nah, because, you know, I, I can speak on, you know, uh, being with a woman who, who works hard and is hard working and works long hours. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I think that women appreciate effort, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, women appreciate effort, right? Men appreciate that shit too. Like, let me, I mean, can, can we cuss? I'm sorry. I just, you know, to be, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, but no, nah, um, <laughs> men appreciate that too. You know what I'm saying? Like jokes aside and like, you know, it's like, um, if I got something to eat, whether it's, you know, something that's frozen out of the refrigerator or freezer or something like that, I mean, now, if that's seven days a week, you know what I mean? I might, right. like, hey, you know what, babe? Uh, I don't mean no disrespect, but, you know, this is probably not good for our health. I don't even care if it's lean cuisine. Like, you got to do you gotta do something else right now, you know what I mean? But jokes aside. Microwave like, meals ain't doing it. Yeah, you know, just not every day. Like, you know, right. I'm just, right. my, my stomach not cool with that. But, yeah, no, seriously, I mean, the effort. I think the mm -hmm. the effort means a lot. If you you hooking me up, you making sure I got something to eat at night. I mean, I'm I'm good with that. You know, long story yeah. short, you know what I mean. As long as it's like not something that is habitual and you you know it's it's repetition and you're doing it every night. You know what mm -hmm. I mean. Um, I I think it matters. It's you know that's 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 for me. And I I can put that disclaimer out like Cam said. I can't speak for every man, but I just feel like you know effort matters too. You know what I'm saying. As long as I'm eating, as long as we eating, we good. Mm -hmm. Now, what about um. Y'all cook because you know what do y'all think about gender roles? Yeah, you know I was just about to say this kind of going in the gender role. I was just gonna say that, um, but yeah, I I cook a little bit, and uh, I I know Greg cooks a little bit as well. So I mean, I think that I don't know if, if gender roles exist in the same way that they used to. You know, I think that's pretty much across the board. I feel like most people in our generation feel that way. Say it louder um, so, for the people in the back, bro. I ain't mean to break. <laughs> like, I ain't mean to interrupt, but literally, say it louder for the people in the back. Like it, it's not yeah. the same as is even a generation ago. Um, yeah, or, or and our parents and our grandparents, it's not the same anymore. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. So you know, well, my my grand my grandfather could work, and my grandmother my grandmother didn't work. You know, I don't. At, at some point in her life, she probably wasn't even allowed to work because of how things were with women. You know. Um, and and they could buy a house for I don't know twenty thousand dollars or something <laughs> ridiculous, right? So we can't do that now. The house price house prices are ten times that. So in a lot of ways, you don't need yeah, unless unless the man balling, and you know for y'all to live your lifestyle, you probably need both people working, right? And mm -hmm. I think for your sanity too, the woman probably wants to work nowadays. And most women they have that ambition, right? So okay, uh, yeah, so I think. Huh? Would you say you don't want to work? don't i do not <laughs> oh really okay okay oh we, uh, we got to get into like, that conversation we got to get okay. into that conversation i, I don't want to work <laughs> oh wow okay oh, let me finish this and i want to get uh -huh. into that point too yeah oh uh, but yeah no i think that 
so I cook and I think that it's teamwork when it comes down to, to those ginger rolls, right? So I think that we both need to be cooking and cleaning and helping out around the house and doing all that stuff, right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's teamwork. And I think as long as the, as a couple, as long as you communicate, it's cool, right? So like, you know, if y'all know each other's schedule, it's just a, a matter of now you, you can text and be like, hey, babe, I'm, I'm coming home late. I'm just going to grab something. Did you cook? If you didn't, that's cool. I'm just going to grab something on the way home, you know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, so you, it's just a communication thing. I know sometimes I take food out in the morning, like I'm a cook and then I end up getting home late and I'm like, you know what? I ain't those back in the fridge. <laughs> it, it ain't happening at night. It ain't <laughs> happening at night. So the beauty of being I think it's single. just a communication thing. Yeah, yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. So I think it's just a communication thing, you know? Yeah, and I I, I have, uh, I know people who believe in traditional, still believe in traditional gender mm -hmm. roles where mm -hmm. they'll work, they'll still go and cook. And I'm just like, I, I don't foresee that for me. Like, right. you know, I feel like we both can get in the kitchen. You can chop something. I can saute right. something. You know, it can, we can work it out because essentially we both will be working the same amount of hours, especially if I'm putting in equal pay into stuff. I expect mm -hmm. equal effort into everything or yeah. as balanced as, we possibly could get it right i i just i want to touch on that ebony i'm I'm glad you said that because um there was a time where um and shoot it, it might be now I, I can't have to look back at the tax statements or something but you know where i know that my wife was making more than me and you know um she might not say it because you know she's a good woman she might you know she's not gonna belittle me or make me feel less than or anything like that and mm -hmm. let's just let's be honest with everyone out there everyone knows that male ego was fragile you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so um yeah, with is. that being said you know what I mean I just know that if she's working you know and this isn't for anyone that isn't working but if she's working and I'm working if I'm tired then chances are she tired you know what I mean mm -hmm. and so with that being said like if you know there's a dish that isn't clean or if there's you know the floor needs sweeping or something like that like you know what if she didn't get to it this is my house too you gotta look at it like that like this right. is my house too like if you look at it like this my house too. If you were single, you you know you're not going to be relying on somebody else to do it. So right. it's it goes back to you and Cam's point. So yeah, you're not putting your feet on the table saying, "Where's my dinner tonight?" Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But Sierra, right, if you're doing that, if you're doing that, you gotta pay all the bills for sure. All the bills. Yeah. <laughs> Every last one of them. I don't want to pay a light bill. What's the cheapest bill in the house? Right. A water bill. Yeah, the water bill. Yep. Too. But yeah, um, we got we got to come back to you though. Mm -hmm. Um, so you 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 don't want to work? No. <laughs> I, I like no. I like no. Uh, first of all, you don't want to work. I, I like the I like the honesty and I like the transparency. Um, you know, I um I actually you know appreciate that and um I so this goes back to what we was talking and I'm just gonna touch on it real quick like. I would prefer like, you know, if my wife doesn't want to work at all, like I'm cool with that. Like, I don't have a problem. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, I know that she works because she's enjo she enjoys her job. But mm -hmm. if she said, hey, I want to quit tomorrow and we can just do whatever. I'm cool with that, too, because I don't want to work. I want to chill. I want to, you know, enjoy home and, and raising our kids and all that other stuff. Like, so I'm just I understand that. And as a man, like, you know, that is cool with that, like. I, I'm fine, so I'm I'm good with whether you want to work or whether you don't. But just curious, though, you know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> like your, just your thoughts, no, like for real. All right, so when I say I don't want to work, I mean I don't want to mm -hmm. get up to an alarm clock every morning, get dressed, and go work for the government or for the man, someone else making mm -hmm. money for them. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. yep. I don't have any kids, but when I get married, if I have kids, I do want to be home with the kids the first few years. I do want to do that. And I don't want to sit at home and do nothing. I do have ideas of businesses that I want to have, that I want to run, okay. um, had them sketched out in a book and all of that. I would rather do that when I say I don't want to work mm. than to get up every day. So I if that it. means I get it. flipping homes or, you know, making cookies in the house a little bit, bringing a little extra income in the very beginning until I get something established as far as a real income generating thing. And hopefully I'll already have a second stream of income coming in before I even get married 
or have the kids. So it's not like he's going to be working by himself and I'm not bringing anything in the house. Like that's not what I'm going to do, but it just comes down to, I'm tired of waking up every day and going to a job. And what am I getting from it? A paycheck, but I'm, it's not something I love. So you said your wife's a nurse. Mm -hmm. I know people that are in that career field, like they love it with everything. My mom is 60. Right. I ain't gonna tell her real age, but she's 60 plus. <laughs> um, and she's still doing nurse stuff. She's a nurse practitioner mm -hmm. and like, it's in her blood. My grandma the same way. She was well into her 60s, close to 70s, where she still was doing that because she loved it. I don't love what I do. And mm -hmm. maybe if I loved what I did, then I would not mind getting up for somebody else and making their money. But mm -mm, I don't want to work no more. Okay. That's why I've been working hey. on my cooking yeah. skills so I can be at home. When my boo come home, he got a little meal. <laughs> house clean. Like, I'm no, for real. This, co no, this no, quarantine I, thing, I have been working on baking, baking cakes and making different dishes. Like I'm trying to get my skills together for when my move on to my next chapter, work free. Mm. No, I'm glad you said that because just at the, I think it goes back to what we were talking about, just life edit and where, uh, where we thought we were going to be. And so, you know, I know that we've worked hard, all of us to get to where we are now to a certain point. And for me being in corporate America, I think I had a certain illustration in my head or whatever I was imagining, um, you know, as I got older and like just, you know, working in, you know, um, you know, working in, you know, my corporate building on the 26th floor, which is all true. And uh, I, I, we have this, this office and, you know, I'm looking out and sometimes I'm like, wait, did I really, you know, expect this is what it was going to be? And then it's not necessarily fulfilling. Right. It's about that resi residual income and being in business for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I uh, like, I just, I think it goes back to that. And that's, that's just a good point. So I'm glad you brought that up. I have two things though. Mm -hmm. Number one is even if you're an entrepreneur, you still might have to hit a alarm clock. I just want to be realistic. Like yeah. Yeah. You know, it's still going to take work. Um, and then also too, men might expect if you say, Hey, I don't want to work then that much more effort you're going to have to put into cleaning, cooking and I mean, I've talked to women and that's not fun for them. I mean, they have, they might have like a part-time job or they might be an entrepreneur and do something on the side, but then because it's in comparison to what the other person does, they have to do that much more. And it's fun for the first day. It's fun for the first month. It's fun for the, maybe the first year, but after that, it gets to be too much. So everyone's story is different. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I've, I'm comfortable in what I feel is what I want. And if I get into it and, you know, I'm, I'm with this person and it's six months and I'm like, yeah, you know what, maybe I will go back to the government and do some more stuff. Or maybe I will go out and go back into the workforce and do private industry now. And then I will. But what I feel in my heart I want to do right now is to, to be at home and just take care of the household. I need a break. I need a mental break. I need a physical break. And that's just what I want for now. Who knows? God may right. say, Sierra, no, you're going to forever work. And that's what's going to be. But yeah. what I want <laughs> right now is to <laughs> not work and to be at some at, some, at my house taking care of some little babies. Can I ask us yeah. all a question? Yeah. When, yeah. I don't know how to shape this question. When we get with someone else, why is it a relief? Like, why do we feel like, oh, now I can, I, I, Get, I don't, it's not to what you just said. Sierra's just me thinking like, now I can get a break. Like now I can relax because I got somebody else holding me up instead of like, what if that person want to relax too? I don't know if that makes sense. I've been in relationships and I don't honestly feel like when I got in a relationship, it was a relief. Um, so I, hopefully that's not what it kind of sounded like when I said I wanted to be at home. Any relationship I've been in, like I was still putting in my work but at the same time mm -hmm. you do get somebody who takes some of the load off yeah. so I don't have to right. do everything. this is my house yes I live here by myself and I I can do it all by myself but if I have a man who come over every now and then and he might take the trash out so I don't have to just that alone like that that's enough of a, off of my shoulders one thing or turn the shower on for me I'll go up there just test the water it just gives you some time to relax and you can reciprocate it to him too so maybe if mm -hmm. he's taking the trash out, that's the day he coming over and he's not having to cook at home. So you're helping each other in different ways, but I, I don't see a relationship as being a relief. 
it's just a, I don't see it as, oh, wow, I'm with somebody. So now I can just put my hands up and I'm excused from being an adult. It's just, you have someone, a companion that's going to help you. It makes yeah, it I, a bit easier. I, yeah. I think that like, I think that's what, you know, like to Ebony's point, just, I think there's a certain, I don't want to say expectation, but it kind of applies here. Like when you are in a relationship, you kind of expect help you know, in a way, whether not necessarily like it doesn't even have to be something big or it doesn't have to be financial, but it can be like, you know, <laughs> that's just, you know, I got somebody helping me pay some bills or something like that. But just as something small as like taking the trash out, turning on the shower, it's helpful yeah. versus like you having to do all of that by yourself. So yeah. um, I, I think it goes back, Ebony, <laughs> to answer your question. I think it's just maybe like a certain expectation. You just like, you may, like maybe you can exhale a little bit and say, okay, well, you know, it's cool having somebody to kind of help me with certain things. It doesn't have to be something big. It can really be small, but when you have someone versus just, you know, if you're not in relationship, uh, sometimes you can just look at certain things as helpful, that's all. I guess my point was trying to be about expectation because I've talked to a lot of friends about this word lately and not even to what we're talking about, but just like what we expect from other people sometimes Mm -hmm. Um, we expect people to behave a certain way because we behave that way mm-hmm. or we expect people to um, do certain things because if we were them, we would do it. Um, mm-hmm. So just kind of want to dive into expectation a little bit, but Cam, you are about to say yeah. something. Yeah, no, uh, I'll, I'll hit on that. And uh, I want to say, so first off with Sierra, to your point, I think that's, I think that's dope. And I you know, from a relationship standpoint, I would be 100% good with that. So I think that if you got someone in a relationship who, you know, they have, they're, they're ambitious and they don't want to work their corporate job or their government job no, anymore, but they still have ideas of things they want to do on their own. You know, that's still ambition, right? So I think that's when a communication and the expectation come in, you got to have somebody that, um, that thinks, that thinks the way that you do, right? So mm-hmm when y'all have that communication, you can, you can say, or he can say, Hey, you know, that's I'm a hundred percent support you. You know, I want, I want our relationship to be this way. You know, if you want to stay home, I support it. I make enough to take care of the house and the family. So I'm a, I'm a support everything here. And, you know, you take care of the house, the fam, and you do your thing and I'm going to support you and you building up your business. You know, so I think, I think that's dope. And you just got to have somebody who understands right. that, that you can communicate that with and, and, and they they have the proper expectations uh, when it comes to that. So yeah, definitely. I think uh, to your point, Ebony, expectation is like really one of the biggest things. So that that's something that you have to, again, I come back to this communication thing, right? You have to communicate the expectations because a lot of times we, our expectations is, it comes from what we do ourselves, right? So, you know, if um, if I'm the type of person who washes a dish every time I use it, and I'm expecting, you know, my my wife, fiance, whatever, to do that, then that that might be the wrong expectation, you know, because y'all y'all might be doing two different things. So, if I'm thinking that way, that's gonna create uh, that's gonna create tension in a relationship because if I don't if we don't talk about that, then I'm every time I, I walk to the kitchen and see that dish in mad. the sink, oh, you're gonna be mad, right? It'd be like, what in the world? So you gotta have, so you gotta have the proper expectations. And I think that comes from communication. So you know, you just gotta understand, like you gotta communicate and say, hey, listen, I you know, every time I like the kitchen to always be clean. Mm-hmm. So when I when I eat, I immediately wash those dishes. So that's what that's what, you know, can we do that? And y'all just got to communicate and have be on the same page with, with those things. That's just a small example, but I think you got to kind of do that with everything, right? Because I think in our class, Ebony, if I remember correctly, I don't know if they ended up getting a divorce or it was just a constant argument when they were going over the expectations and communications part. The couple, it had to do with the way the cups were, whether they were putting the cupboard upside down or right side up. Mm. And they continued to argue about it. And it all came down to growing up one, their family had it one way and the other one had it another way. And so when they got into the household, the expectation was you're going to keep doing it the way that you've been doing it. And they're arguing over it. And I don't know, I don't know how it ended, but that was one of the examples. And I was like, dang, you really do have to 
remember that what you do and how you do things is from your childhood, how you were raised. Yeah, and exactly. you weren't raised in the same house as the other person. Right. So you yep. go in and have those, you have your own expectations, but you have to make sure that you talk about them yeah. and compromise. Cause I'm gonna tell you, Cam, I am not washing. You don't even want to see my sink <laughs> right now. I'm not washing. I wash as I go when I'm cooking big stuff, but nah, yeah. not doing it every single time. I'm like a person that rinses it off, put it in the dishwasher. Right. Yeah. No, I don't even do that. It'll go in the dishwasher eventually. <laughs> nah, see, I'm, yeah, see, I'm with you. I'm, I'm usually like, I'm just gonna put it in the sink. I would do it later. That's kind of how that's I feel me. About that's it. me. So, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I do laundry and then I put the clothes in the basket and they're gonna sit in the basket for three, four days. Yeah. <laughs> Baby in my guest room on the bed. Look, it's, it's, single. it's a single life though. Like, uh-huh. right. I right. wash clothes, they're gonna stay in the dryer for a minute until I'm like, oh, I wanna fold them. The folding Come is all like, wrinkled out. You gotta turn them back on. Yeah. <laughs> the fo- it's the folding. Like, Shoot, where is that top I want to wear? In the dryer. Oh, yeah, right. the dryer. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a good point that you, what you were saying. Um, so, communication, expectations, all of it, just, you got to start in the beginning with it or it can be an issue later on. Absolutely. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, Yeah, so I I, I had a question. When it comes to, and I saw this like on Instagram or something, and somebody was saying like, would you rather have love or loyalty? And I don't know if we need to talk about love, like defining what it is. But I just I just wanted to pose that question to you all. Like, what what do you think is more important, loyalty part or the love? Well, one of my friends asked me, "Can you have can you love someone but not be loyal to them?" So that's another question too. Um, mm. I think that love is unconditional, so I probably want love first because I feel like if you love me, you'll be loyal to me. Hopefully, I don't know. Um, but for the other question I posed, I feel like. I can be loyal to someone who I don't love. The reason why I'm saying that is because loyalty to me is a character trait. Like you either are loyal or you're not. So I don't know. It's different. Mm. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you think, Sarah? I wasn't ready for this one. So I'm thinking as I'm, (laughs) as I'm speaking. So if I sound crazy, it's (laughs) because this is how it's coming in. But I see I would rather have loyalty because I feel like love is comes from loyalty. So like mm. loyalty is big in my family. The five of us, we was a fist, the five. And like you always hold someone down. Like I look at my friends as sisters. I don't have any real sisters. Like my line sisters are my sisters. Like they don't know it, but they're my, well, they know it. They're my sisters. And I'm mm. very loyal to them because I, I, I love them. And so therefore I feel like the loyalty part I would rather have someone be loyal to me because that's a, that's if you're loyal, that means you love that person to me. Mm-hmm. So to answer your other question, Ebony, I I don't know if I can. We might have to be a, do a better definition, but I don't know if I can be loyal to someone if I don't love them. Like I don't know if I can do that because it's one and the same to me. Yeah, it's very uh, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm speaking. No, it's good. That's I'm good. done. No, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Next. <laughs> So both, you know, both of y'all basically said that it's kind of one and the same, right? So yeah, I I think that's interesting. So let me ask you this though: Do you think that you can? So you know, you say you can be loyal to somebody and not love them, right? So can you? Do you think that that loyalty, you know, starting with the loyalty, can that turn into love? If if it's reciprocated, I don't think because eventually loyalty. Though I am a loyal person, um, let's just take a friendship, for example, right? Mm -hmm. We've been friends with people that we're automatically loyal to a friend if we call them a friend, whether we love them or not. Like, let's say you just met a person three months ago, but y'all been hanging out all the time. You guys are friends, quote unquote. I mean, I don't call people friends that quickly, but I'm just making a point, right? you will tend to be loyal to this person because you feel like, well, this is a good person. We vibe, but you don't love that person at this point. I mean, how could you, right? Um, But the minute you start seeing that person do things that is not really loyal to you or that's maybe damaging to you, you start pulling back and being like, okay, well, that person obviously won't reciprocate the loyalty to me. Mm. So I think that... um, 
it the person has to be loyal back in order for me to feel like loyalty equates to love are you being loyal to them in the beginning or are you just respecting them no there's people i've been loyal to like for instance i remember uh this is years ago but this um girl had told me that i was i was had we had mutual friends Mm -hmm. that she liked this guy right and then the guy tried to talk to me Mm -hmm. instead of me like entertaining the guy I called her and said hey you know such and such 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 tried to talk to me just want to let you know you know didn't owe her anything didn't really know her I mean again we were had mutual friends but that was a respect thing but it's also me being loyal to the piece of her that I knew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay what you think great oh so I'll still listen <laughs> <laughs> um I think um uh, back to the previous question, um, I think I'm going to rock with loyalty first. Um, and then I think that loyalty can turn turn into love. It depends on the person, whether you're talking to, you know, about a friendship, you know, or rela- like, you know, relationship or what have you. But I'll take loyalty first. Um, but it, it, it can, um, you know, um, I like that that question that you posed, Sierra, is like, is a loyalty in the beginning, whether it's friendship, what have you. Is it loyalty or is it respect? I think mm-hmm. it's both. Um, and then depending on the person, it can be loyalty. Um, you know, for me, you know, especially, you know, with, um, you know, my relationships, man, I just, I try to be and remain loyal, you know, and it's just like, as you said, Ebony, um, it's reciprocal, right? Because you want to, you know, be loyal, but at the same time, you don't want to be a fool, you know, if you mm-hmm. got this friendship and you're you're loyal to, you know, you're loyal to your friends, but you, you know, you can just tell there's certain things that are just, that are happening. And it might not even, they might not even be doing it to you, but it's for other people. You're going you gonna to take a step back because you're like, nah, eventually it's going to come back to bite me. Yeah, um, and they're going exactly. to turn around and betray me um, right. because, you know, I just, it just, it's a, it's a character thing. And so um, I think that's, that's how I look at it. Mm. Okay. So going back to the, the, I guess, kind of defining love in a way. Do y'all see love as a feeling or is it a choice that you make? Love is a choice. I think I'm both. speaking from a person who got bare, the bare, you guys might think I'm emotional, but I have the bare minimum emotions. So I feel like love is a choice. Ebony, I never thought you, you said was the bare minimum. Now, you seem, you seem to be, uh, you know, from, from my, my, uh, experiences of what I, I guess what I know about you you seem to be more um more thoughtful than emotional so that's how I've always seen you that's accurate that makes sense yeah what about you Sarah you think it's a feeling or a choice I think it's both um you have to choose to love the person but mm-hmm. you I think you would get a feeling you get a feeling like when you see them being successful, you see them happy, it drives you, that love grows. And so I think it's both. I feel like feelings waver. But. It's, it's, it's both. And I'm gonna tell you why, because um, you know, you, you have a choice to get out of bed every day. Um, yeah. So it's, it's the same thing. So like you have a choice whether to go on a date or not um, and, mm-hmm. and decide whether you're gonna like this person even more. Um, <laughs> like, uh, you have to continue dating to keep interest if you're in a long-term relationship, whether you're married mm-hmm. or not. Um, if you guys stop dating each other, you're going to lose interest. You're going to stop loving that person as much as you did before. You know what I'm saying? So in that in that instance, it's a choice to continue to love on, let's just say like love on that person. So um, it's definitely a choice. And then there and then the feeling follows. So I think it's both. Like you you choose to love somebody. Um, you choose to love whoever, friendship, relationship, whatever, but it, it's a choice. And then I feel like the feeling follows. So yeah, um, Sierra, I agree, it's both. Mm-hmm. And Cam, you mm-hmm. can't keep asking us questions and not answering answer them for yourself because you didn't answer the last one and I was gonna let you slide and I felt like you was about to do it again. <laughs> I, could, I could tell, I could tell that was coming too, bro. You saw, you saw uh, what not, I was about to do. Yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> okay, so and the last question. I'll answer both of them, I'll answer both okay. of them. Okay. So on the, the on this question, I think 
I, I'm kind of with Ebony, right? So I feel like love waivers and a feeling waivers, right? Because um, you can, so I think most people get, a lot of people get love and infatuation confused, right? So you can, you can be overly or very infatuated with somebody and you, and you get that feeling, that emotional feeling, it's the same as what you think is love, right? You know, especially based on what we see in movies and all of this stuff, you know, what they're showing us really is an infatuation more so than love, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's what you perceive love to be. Um, so I think the feelings waiver, you have to make the choice to keep loving that person. And that's that's why I would say that it's more more so a choice. So I think there there is some feeling in it, but it's primarily choice. That's my that's how I answer that question. Okay. Um, and then to the, but it's stronger on one side. And I, that, yeah. That's pretty much. Ebony, did you? Yours was like kind of like that too, right? It I was both, so. but. Really <laughs> 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 um. So to the to the love or loyalty, um, you know that that's a tough question. That's why I asked it asked it for you all to mm-hmm. you. But uh, I think I would probably choose love and. I say that because I think that if you truly, if you truly love somebody, as in like you've made the choice to love them, that you will, you will just also decide to be loyal, right? So I think that with love, with true love, come, both come with it. So. I see what you did there. You mixed both of those <laughs> questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's, no, that's good. But I also... I think that um that is a good uh segue to in regards to loyalty and love. When is the right time for you guys talking to the women to cut someone off, whether it's friendship, whether it's relationship? Um, because I know we all previously might have, you know, discussed this um about cutting cutting people off and you know, it's it's January, it's new year. Um, mm-hmm. like when when do you guys consider um the right time to maybe cut someone off? Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Play Podcast. We would love to hear from you, so leave us a comment, DM, or voice note. And don't forget to come hang out with us on our next episode.